My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We have a super exciting, fascinating guest here coming on today. Um, I mean, she has done everything almost, it seems like, and she's very passionate about what she does. I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest, Sandra Wallace. She's the founder of CD Coach. She's also the host of Living in My Shadow, Shadow OCD podcast. She's been a psychiatric nurse for the past 28 years and is well-educated in the field. She's an expert in obsessive compulsive disorder and is also a coach in other areas such as anxiety, depression, uh, which are two very common. I can think of so many people that and it's it's more common now than ever, just like mentioned. You know, she's also certified over 9,000 people on becoming mental health first aiders. She's passionate about passionate about eroding the stigma associated with mental health, which I think is absolutely incredible. So thank you for coming on today, Sandra. How's it going? Hi, Brittany. I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited as well. I mean, you have a beautiful, powerful story. And, you know, before we jump into talking about the business and, and what you really do um, at today's date, would you mind just backing it up a bit and telling us a little bit of your story about your journey of how you got to where you are today, maybe about where you started and, um, and yeah, basically a little bit about your journey and, and your background. Okay, wonderful. So uh, back as far back as I can remember, age four or five, I was doing a lot of uh, what we would call maybe bizarre behaviors, counting in threes, praying in threes, doing repetitive behaviors over and over. And the whole purpose and drive behind that was to control my environment because I didn't have a lot of control in my life growing up. I grew up in a dysfunctional family and there was um, from moment to moment, it was very different in our life. So uh, the way I gained control was by controlling what I could control. So it was in my thought pattern, in my behavior that went on through school. And I was like a, a C, uh, C student, see yourself through school. They kind of just pushed me through school. School was an escape for me, a, a timeout, maybe um, if you would refer to it as that. And then I would go back home and do my beat rituals again. And so fast forward into that kind of carried on through elementary school, junior high, and into high school. Once I graduated from high school, uh, I had attended a dental um, at the college in grade 12, and then the faculty of dentistry. So when I graduated from grade 12, I also had a diploma in dental assisting. So I, I was able to work right away and move out. Once I moved out of my home, then my environment was a little bit more it was less chaotic, obviously, but it was more predictable and those behaviors subsided. Then fast forward, when I went into nursing uh, in Brandon, Manitoba, I noticed that the stress was causing me to do different types of rituals or comp compulsions as we refer to them. And uh, one of the main things was washing my hands. I was really fearful that I was going to develop AIDS and 
they worse yet give it to someone else so i was spending hours on end washing my hands till they were red raw and emaciated and so i started frequenting clinics in winnipeg and brandon to get tested for aids and then um, when i got their negative results i that wasn't good enough i had to go physically into the office and look at the results and i went from doctor to doctor and people noticed that my behaviors were odd and would often tell me i need help but never be able to steer me in the right direction until one day when I was at a walk-in clinic, Dr. Morrison said, Sandra, I'd like to refer you to Dr. Vivian Rowan, who was a psychologist in Winnipeg. And on September 15th, I sat across the table from her and she asked me so many questions I couldn't even imagine answering or let alone speaking outward because uh, with, with the condition I had at the time, there was a lot of shame and guilt associated. So she did put all the broken pieces together and then she looked up from the table and looked at me and said, Sandra, you have obsessive compulsive disorder. So a part of me was really relieved to put a name to it. And a part of me was terrified because I didn't know what that held for my future. So we started working on the number one gold standard treatment, which I use with my coaching clients today called cognitive behavior therapy. And within that therapy, there's a number one treatment technique called exposure response prevention. And that's what I did. I exposed myself to the very fears over a period of time with my anxiety ratings from lowest to highest. And we just kept moving up the hierarchy ladder till I was able to do all my exposures. So I realized that the, that program worked. It worked for me. And um, so fast forward 28 years Later, I am doing specific coaching uh, using that same treatment modality with other people to help them because there is way too many people living lives of quiet desperation in silence. And I've made it my mission to go out there and help as many people as I can. This is so powerful, Sandra, honestly. And, uh, you know, I think it's so important that you have gone through it yourself. So you truly understand what it's like, right? You understand how hard it can be. And I think that that makes the best coach, right? When they have actually gone through it and everything like that and done it themselves and have gotten past it and have understands the struggles. So I love what you're doing. And, you know, tell me a bit about your biggest focus right now within the business and, um, maybe your biggest desire with it. I know your focus is to, you know, you're on a mission to help as many people as possible. Any big focus at the moment other than that? Yeah. Or how are you going to go about that? Yeah. My focus now is to take center stage and share the stage in different realms across Canada and globally now uh, to be able to educate people on the early detection signs and symptoms of OCD. And not only for the person living with OCD, but also their loved ones, because often when we're focused on the client or the the individual living with OCD, then we often miss the outside resources that those people depend on, such as family, loved ones, friendships, partners, even co-workers and employers. So I want to be able to educate to different audiences so that um, everybody is aware, not just the individual. And then as a result of that, people can help and advocate for wellness for that person and know what to do and not to do uh, while someone is going through the uh, through the journey of recovery. 
And I guess another thing I'm doing is writing my book. I wrote a book uh, that was released in September and it's called Stop Obsessing, Start Overcoming. And the subtitle is OCD Leaves Clues. And that's on Amazon right now in a Kindle format. And there's also an opportunity to pre-order my book coming up called OCD. And the subtype is uh, the six secrets to the deliverance from OCD, because we really need to be delivered from the OCD, because I can honestly say now that I live with OCD, but OCD doesn't have me anymore. We'll always live with OCD. There's no cure, but there's definitely a way to overcome it. I would say OCD started in the front seat, the passenger seat, the back seat, and now I've stuffed it right down deep far into the trunk. So it's no longer a part of my life. Incredible. Oh, your story is so powerful and everything you're doing out there on a mission to help others struggling with this is amazing. So Thank I'm you. super happy to hear that. And, <laughs> you know, tell me about, like, I'm super excited to hear about the book coming out around Christmas, the second one, uh, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. And I mean, I know that you started podcasting as well. And can you tell me a bit about your intentions behind the podcast and when you started it and how that's going? Sure. The podcast was just another platform. I I learned that um, to be able to take advantage of, you know, there's no uh, there's no geographic boundaries. When we do podcasts, we can reach out to the masses wherever they are in the world. So I learned the podcast system and I'm still learning it, but it was an opportunity to be the voice for those that don't have a voice, be be the voice to advocate for those who are living with maybe uh, living with OCD. And also I work as a coach with anxiety and depression. And often those three things go hand in hand with one another now not everyone has uh, not everyone with depression has OCD but you can bet everyone with OCD has anxiety and depression so I work with all those three realms and the podcast allows me as a uh, person interviewing to interview people that are going through similar situations so they can share their story on my podcast platform and then I'm reaching out to other platforms to share my story so that we can get as many you know, reach as many people as we can globally. Love it. And, you know, how do you feel about having the podcast and the connections that you're making from it? Do you feel like it's a snowball effect? Like really, you know, you're meeting one person, they're referring another person, you're getting into mm-hmm. one network and, and they're getting into your network. How do you feel about that? It's exciting. Hey, the connections yeah, that can ex- come from. Yes, for sure. It is exciting and networking. And I look at it too, as um, my coach James talks about either being wearing a bib and getting everyone to serve you or having a napkin and serving others. And networking is really a relationship building. And I feel that if you're out there serving others, it comes back full force. So I think that we, if we all have the common you know, the common mission and, and our, our end goal is the same, that we can work really well with each other. And so that's why I like the podcast, because I have people, I just interviewed a girl last weekend, who's a yoga fitness, has a radio show across the world. And she revealed to me that she has OCD. So you just never know. And, and I think when we make that connection, like we are able to connect and say, hey, she's going through it, she overcame it. I can do the same. So we need to make sure that people see the value in what we're sharing 
in their own personal life and be able to apply it for them. That's the most important piece when I'm doing podcasts is I want people to know they're not alone, that there is help. So uh, that's another reason I created Brittany. Um, as I started this a few years ago, um, my coaching program, I was having to create another program, another program, because people are always asking what's next. So I started with a 15 minute free consult, just in times of adversity with COVID, I started offering free consults, then people wanted to work with me. And then I created a tailor made. The thing that's probably unique about my program that a lot of people don't have is I don't have a cookie cutter system, I tailor make it specific to the person's needs. So we take a, a lot of time in our sessions to get a detailed handle on what's going on with someone, whether it's anxiety, OCD, or depression. And specifically with OCD, I will virtually walk through their home and we'll go through every room and say, what are your obsessions in this room? What are your obsessions on here? And we will rank anxiety on it and we'll build a subjective units of distress scale, a hierarchy ladder, and start with the lowest anxiety provoking item, expose, 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 till their anxiety reduces by 50, and then we'll add the next item and the next item. So some of these exposures take place in the home, in the workplace, some take place in, um, you know, in, in social settings. So it's it's very varied, but we you need to know the exact questions to ask people because OCD, we live with OCD. There's two things that we carry around consistently. We consistently carry around shame and guilt. Shame and guilt are the things that keep us from sharing our obsessions with others. And maybe if I could just take a moment for those who don't know what OCD is, obsessions are unwanted intrusive impulses or images, and it creates tremendous anxiety for us. I know that my anxiety at one point was so high that I was housebound. I couldn't leave the four walls of my apartment to go down three steps to check my mail or go down a flight of stairs to do the laundry. So um, there was a point where my OCD after I got diagnosed, probably a year and a half in, I had just gotten married and um, started working as a psych nurse. Dr. Rowan, who diagnosed me, said, I will put you on long-term disability and you never have to work another day in your life. And at that moment, I said, if I take the easy way out, life will get harder. But if I take the hard way out, life will get easier. And so I chose to make do the hard work. And so I'm living proof of it. So anybody out there that thinks, well, good for you, or I know you, you could do it, but I can't. I was at a point in my life where I didn't see life was worth living. So I know that anyone can rise above if they have the right coach, the right professional, and they know the right treatment modality. Sandra, that's incredible, you know, especially as an entrepreneur today for yourself, you know, the fact that you, you're very accustomed to not taking the easy way out and you worked mm -hmm. through that and you overcame everything that you were going through from not being able to go down the stairs and not being able to leave the four walls of your apartment to now traveling to Vegas and doing everything that you're doing. Like, I know you just got back from your trip, from your coaching uh, trip with um, your coach in Vegas, like the things that you overcame, what a success and accomplishment. And you should be really proud. And the fact that you're out there willing to help others is, is mm -hmm. powerful. So you're living proof, like you said, that this is something mm -hmm. you can overcome. Yes, absolutely. 
so happy you shared that. Now, Sandra, tell me a bit about how the podcast affects your business. Um, does it bring in potential future clients? Um, do the people that you interview uh, end up being becoming clients? Tell me a little bit about how it affects your business directly. Yeah, I, I just started the podcast. So um, I probably received um, a couple, not not many clients at this point, to be honest, because I'm still very new at it. But yeah. I think what it has enticed people to do is reach out and get more information about my programs and what it is I do. And really, that's the that's the first step in 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 learning and change is awareness. And then it's what we do with that awareness, right? Like we talk about uh, knowledge is power, knowledge is potential power. It's what we do with the knowledge. So that's the first step. So as long as people are coming forward and exploring what you know what this is all about and asking questions, I'm happy that that's happening. So I think the podcast allows for that to, to happen more and more. And my, my mission is to do podcasts on a regular basis and be able to bring as many people into my audience as well, because I'm one person sharing, but um, you know, the more people that can share and the relatability factor in podcasts, people can relate different to different guests. So I really like that as well. Incredible. I love it. Yeah. Podcasts are incredible in the the people that you're going to speak to and, you know, building relationships and trust is huge. And as you continue with your podcast, since you're going to be doing it on a regular basis and consistently, that's where you're going to build, you know, podcasts help people build that authority and credibility. And just like you're doing, you know, um, so I love it. It's exciting to see where it'll go because there's so many doors that will open because of a podcast and, you know, to grow your business as well. Podcasts is one heck of a way to do it. So, (laughs) yeah. And I just want to thank you, Brittany, for the opportunity to meet with you today. I really absolutely. Oh my gosh. It was a pleasure having you on. And, you know, Sandra, before we jump off, I just wanted to say, you know, is there anything else you want to mention about your business or anything to do with your coaching and and programs um, to the people listening? And then also just to add, you know, a way to connect with you for anyone interested. Sure. I have my website, triple W, the OCD coach, make sure that people type in the in front of OCD coach. So www.theocdcoach. My email is info at the OCD coach. And my phone number, if they want to reach out, is 204-295-4408. My book is on Amazon. And um, if they want to visit my website, I do have different programs. I have programs where I can meet people right exactly where they're at, whether they've had any previous um, types of therapy, whether they're midway through therapy. And then I have an accelerated program where people are just ready to move forward fast with the with their recovery and their uh, exposure and then I also have a VIP program I uh, I also have uh, a webinar coming up on November 21st at 7 p.m central standard time so they can go on to my website and register and that's going to be a free uh, 60 minute webinar and I'm going to do an overall education piece around the types of OCD because there's so many types and um, not everyone realizes that the that it is considered OCD. So I'm doing a lot of education around that and coping strategies and different programs that can be made specific to one's needs. So mm-hmm. this is incredible. Well, thank you so much, Sandra, for coming on today. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. I haven't had a guest on yet. 
to go over the OCD um, mm -hmm. and, you know, anxiety and depression sector. So I'm really happy that I did today. And I hope to get you back on in the future as well as you keep going with your podcast and just to see where you're at then. And um, so thank you so much. Okay, great, Brittany. Yeah, anytime if you want me to come on and talk specific to how we form uh, treatment plans and do ERP with anxiety, it is amazing what we can do and depression. So thanks again. Take care. Perfect. Group, if you're listening and enjoy, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure um, entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on to the show as a guest, just like our lovely Sandra did today, please go to top100interview.com and we'd love to have you as well. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Sandra. Catch Thanks. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.